If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Starting lineup for the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast from the Queen City, but now he lives in Bear Country. Kay Adams of Good Morning Football once responded to one of his tweets. A man of many names and all of them, Commissioner Yaz, cannot pronounce. His friends call him Superfan, but his mother calls him Joshua. Josh Superfan Cavalcante! Ah, the second member of the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast from the great state of Georgia, now living up in the Pacific Northwest. Some refer to him as the Kevin Van Dam of sturgeon fishing, and this man is built for tough West Coast Mark 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, the host of the Bengals Brawl P Game podcast, checking in at a misshapen six foot eight, two hundred and thirty-five pounds from Immaculate Heart of Mary, St. Xavier High School and Xavier University. A man that loves drinking Miller Lights and believing in his Cincinnati Bengals, Sam, the man, Connaughton. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast is powered by the Brawl Network. And as Heath Ledger's Joker once said, and here we go. Ah, this is the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast. A little, a little bit of a Joe Mixon cut or juke right there up at the front of the podcast going to start something new boys 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 it is Steelers week how are we feeling excited extremely excited like you said it's Steelers week we always get pumped up for this game it doesn't matter if we're two and ten or ten and two this means something different I feel confident coming into this game injury reports a little concerning but I think all in all most of those guys are going to eventually come around and be able to play this Sunday and excited to go up there and hand Pittsburgh their first loss of the season yeah juices are flowing heading to Pittsburgh and we have a shot at this yeah I mean I could not be more excited we have an action-packed show I know I say it every single week but this week it means a little bit more you can feel the intensity of the fan base Everywhere you go in Cincinnati, it's crazy. We, everybody knows it's Bengals week. And I think that's a little bit more heightened because we are coming off a of bye week. A lot of people said, you know, we don't have any Bengals football. We're without Bengals football. So I decided to take it back a little bit. We're going to play a little bit without me by Eminem to get us started here on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Shady's back. Soon as someone mentions 
mentions me Here's my ten cents My two cents is free A nuisance Who sent? You sent for me? Now this looks like a job for me So everybody Just follow me Cause we need a little Controversy Cause it feels so empty Without me I said this looks like a job for me So everybody Just follow me Cause we need a little Controversy Cause it feels so empty Without me I just get a task it. I go tit for tat with Anybody who's talking this and that Chris Kirkpatrick You can get your ass kicked Worse than the middle limb Biscuit bastards And Moby You can get stomped by Obi You 36 year old boy headed stand You don't know me You're too old Let go It's over Nobody listen to techno Now let's go Just give me the signal I'll be there with a whole list Full of new insults I've been dope Suspenseful with a pencil Ever since Prince Turned himself into a symbol But sometimes man It just seems Everybody only wants to discuss me So this must mean I'm disgusting But it's just me I'm just obscene yeah. no, I'm not the first king of controversy I am the worst thing Since Elvis Presley To do black music So selfishly And use it to get myself wealthy Hey There's a concept that works 20 million other white rappers emerge But no matter how many fish in the sea It'll be so empty without me Now this looks like a job for me So everybody just follow me And I've been getting a lot of messages about how I've been playing some country music, some rock, but I've been living out hip hop and rap. This week is all about getting you fired up. Usually there's some sort of method to my madness, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this week is all about getting you absolutely amped, absolutely ready to run through a brick wall on Sunday to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are trying to get you as hyped as possible. Josh, let's start. Bengals offense. Steelers defense. This matchup is probably going to decide the football game. What are you looking for? I think just like everybody else, we're looking at that offensive line on our side and making sure they hold up. The Steelers pass rush led by TJ Watt is as formidable as we've seen in recent years in the entire NFL. You've said it multiple times over the recent weeks, scares the living shit out of you. Uh, that that's the major matchup here is does the O-line hold up like it did against the Titans and when we look at the Titans pass rush versus the Pittsburgh pass rush they're not even comparable studs over there on that other side with TJ Watt but the O-line they've been playing very very well last two or three weeks Jim Turner's got something going well for that department and I think we're gonna be in good shape yeah I guess if you look at the last couple weeks of the Steelers pass defense you know, like I started with, we've got a shot at this. I think the coaching staff coming up with the right scheme is certainly going to be a critical part of this. And then, uh, as we've talked about a number of times, what role does Minka Fitzpatrick play in this game? If he's up crowding the line of scrimmage, then we need to put the ball downfield. If he is dropping into coverage, then we need to run the ball. We just need to take advantage of the situations that are there instead of trying to force the play into what we're trying to accomplish. Take what they're giving us. 
And another thing to look at is whether Joe Mixon plays this week. Geo's played very, very well in his absence. And like we mentioned with the pass rush, Geo's better in pass protection. So I don't think it would be such a, a bad thing if Joe got an extra week of rest or maybe he only got a few touches and Geo was in there as the primary back this weekend. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think a lot of Bengals fans are starting to come to the realization that maybe Joe Mixon doesn't need to be as prominent in this offense for this offense to succeed. I think we've definitely seen that with Gio over the past couple of weeks. But guys, I'm going to put it to you blunt. I know we've talked about the offensive lines, struggles, the front seven. This game's going to come down to Joe Burrow. If he can go out and he can be the offensive rookie of the year, if he can play at an all-pro type level that we've seen him do on multiple occasions, the Bengals are going to be in an opportunity to win this football game. But if Joe Burrow goes out and plays like he did in week five against the Baltimore Ravens, where he was just confused the entire time, the offense was gaining no rhythm, no rhythm the entire football game, it's going to be a long football game. It's going to be long, drawn out, and it's going to stink to be a Cincinnati Bengals fan on Sunday if Joe Burrow does not show up and go, I am the baddest, insert word, on this field. And I think he will. I think he's ready to go. I think the bye week definitely helped, but he is going to have to be vital. He is going to have to exceed all expectations in this game in order for us to give us a chance in this football game and the pressure is going to be beating down on Joe Burrow there's no doubt about it we don't know what the offensive line is going to look like going into Sunday so it's going to be a little hot it's going to be hot 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 in here for Joe Burrow here is hot in here by Nelly on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast Trying to show face, I'm winging for the 
song always gets me up a little moving a little grooving a little bit feeling myself getting a little bit more excited as the songs go on and on and on in the Bengals brawl pregame podcast now boys as we always do let's flip it let's talk big ben let's talk steelers offense versus this Bengals defense that has had a week to get rested we're looking like sam hubbard's coming back guys what are we looking for west coast mark what should we be looking for in this matchup everything that they're planning is Ben's going to be in the game. He's not taking reps. He's not able to take reps. He's got a couple banged up knees. He's on COVID uh, isolation. He has not been with the team this week. How much of an effect does that have? Are we able to take advantage of what seems to be a reduced ability to run the ball by the Steelers these last several weeks and force Ben Roethlisberger to beat us? And a Ben Roethlisberger with a couple knee concerns and a Ben Roethlisberger that's got nothing dialed in for practice this week in person. That, to me, is the key to the game. Can the defense step up? Can we stop the run when it's necessary? Can we get some pressure on the quarterback? And then can our defensive backs perform? I see with the latest additions, we've got some guys returning. Yes, we have a ridiculous injury report. But we've got guys returning that can produce. And to me, those guys need to step in and produce immediately. I'll go back to your Big Ben statement and I wish Big Ben nothing but the best with COVID and everything but this isn't the first time we've seen Big Ben go to the locker room or get carted off the field and come back and play I mean it's like almost an every he did it last week he does it every week I feel like there's a little bit of gamesmanship happening there but I think the biggest x factor here and you mentioned this as well Mark is their running game James Connors got 70 yards the last two games combined That ain't going to get it done for Pittsburgh. That's not a traditional Pittsburgh Steelers football team. They want to ram it down your throat. And they haven't been able to do that this year. And I think it's not showing up on the win-loss record. They're undefeated, but they've played a couple subpar teams. They've been squeaking by. I think this is going to be a really close game. It's very, very simple, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have to be able to turn over the Pittsburgh Steelers. You look at the last couple games for the Bengals. First drive against Tennessee, interception. First drive against Cleveland, interception. First drive against Indianapolis, fumble. You look at the Jaguars game, first drive, interception. And then, of course, the Eagles game, first drive, interception. This defense needs turnovers in order to be effective. As I've said before, playing defense is a lot like a nice pasta dish. Sometimes you can have really shitty pasta, but if if the sauce is good, if the turnovers are good, It passes the test. That's what the Bengals defense needs to be. They need to be able to go out, turn Big Ben over, turn the Steelers over, get a condensed field, give Joe the ball in positive yardage situations and score points because that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers do. They turn you over, they go down and score touchdowns. If the Bengals lose the turnover battle, it's going to be a long game, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. But, But if they are able to win the turnover battle, that's just another check on the upset checklist. Check, check check. Now, as many of you know, we have lost 10 straight games against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Heartbreaking as always, but the last time we beat the Steelers, we played them at Heinz Field, shocked the world. We have another opportunity to run that town. We have another opportunity to run Pittsburgh after the game. We run that town. That's our town on Sunday. That's Cincinnati Bengals nation's town. 
Here's Run This Town by Jay-Z to get us a little bit more filed up on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's going this town Everybody on your dick, no homo. I bought my whole family whips, no vovos. Next time I'm in church, please, no photos. Police escorts, everybody passports. This the life that everybody asks for. This a fast life, we are on a crash course. What you think I rap for? To push a fucking rap for? But I know that if I stay stunting, all these girls only gon' want one thing. I could spend my whole life goodwill hunting. Only good gon' come is it's good when I'm coming. She got an ass that'll swallow up a G-string And up top, um, two B-stings And I'm B-sting, off the re-sling And my nigga just made it out the precinct We give a damn about the drama that you do bring I'm just trying to change the color on your mood ring Reebok, baby, you need to try some new things Have you ever had shoes without shoe strings? What's that, yay? Baby, these heels, is that a made what? Baby, these wheels, you tripping when you ain't sipping Have a refill you're feeling like you're running, huh? Now you know how we feel. Hey, 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 hey. 
song just gets me, f- oh man, I'm starting to get a little goosebumps on the arms, boys. I'm getting a little frisky over here. Now, guys, let's talk Bengals, Steelers, X-Factors. Usually they're two separate parts of the show, but now we're bringing them together. We're mushing them together. West Coast Mark, who's your X-Factors for this game? I'm going to give you a couple here. Number one, in the history of this series, the Bengals have swept the series eight times and the only way that we can sweep this series is we got to win this first one the key to winning this first one kind of in line with what you were saying not just the turnover battle but we need to create a little bit of magic so that needs to happen not just with a turnover but some type of special teams magic as well we need some type of turnover pick six or a return that's just absolutely ridiculous puts us either in the shadow of the goalposts or puts it into the end zone if you're looking for individual players, I think our ability to shut down Connor is critical. If we can hold him in that 75 and under rushing yard range, that puts us in the driver's seat. On the Bengals side, I think the ability to spread the ball. I think you're going to see the key receivers moving the ball. Does Drew Sample have a ball game? Are we able to utilize Drew Sample to maneuver the linebackers off their ability to stop the run by making them drop into coverage? I think that's a key component to this game. I agree, Mark. That's uh, something that we haven't seen really out of the Bengals this year with Drew Sample or any semblance of having a tight end at all besides in the run game or pass blocking. But as far as receiving, we just haven't had anything. And that would be huge for the Bengals if they could get down the middle of the field and then it gives those guys on the outside like Higgins, AJ, a little bit more room to work. My Bengals X factor is the cornerbacks. They have to be able to lock up these receivers, Juju, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Ebron, you know, once again, I didn't, I would have went Ebron. I seem like I go tight end every week and it seems like the hits every week. I wanted to mix it up, but Eric Ebron is kind of a touchdown machine. So they're going to have to look out for him in the red zone. In the secondary, we have to be stronger this week against this strong receiving core, strong tight end. I think you nailed it on that. We've shown if we can give Joe Burrow a couple, three, four seconds in the pocket to throw the ball, he's going to pick you apart. You know, it's not like we've got to have a seven, eight second pass rush. We need to scheme like we know how we can scheme to nullify the pass rush. And that way, schematically, we can get time for Joe to read the defense, understand what's going on and find the open receiver. We've got some phenomenal routes that are really just stymieing the defenses that we're faced. It's just a matter of do we have time for those routes to develop? And that's the thing that they did so well against Tennessee was get the ball out of Burrow's hands. We've mentioned the pass rush, how it's much more formidable here in Pittsburgh versus Tennessee, but what's going to nullify a pass rush? Getting it out of Burrow's hands quickly. That same game plan that worked in Tennessee will work in Pittsburgh as well. Moving on to Pittsburgh's X Factor, hate to be Captain Obvious here, but it's TJ Watt. We have to somehow control that guy. He cannot take over this football game like it seems like he has every time we've played them. And I don't really like TJ Watt, so I'm not going to continue to talk about him anymore, but that's their X factor. Yeah, TJ Watt, scary man, scary, scary. He's very scary, man. But I think the X factors are very, very simple. I think you look at the two head coaches. I think Zach Taylor has proven the last couple weeks that he hasn't gotten out coached against, you know, Mike Vrabel, who's a savvy vet, but he's not on the level of Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin saw his team come out flat and almost get beat by the Dallas Cowboys last week. That is what almost happened. That being said, this matchup, it's a game of cat and mouse. Mike Tomlin's going to do things. Zach Taylor's going to have to react. Zach Taylor's going to do things. Mike Tomlin and his staff are going to have to react. It's going to be a constant game of cat and mouse. And we are going to see how good of a head coach 
Zach Taylor is. He showed us great things against Tennessee. He showed us great things against Cleveland. He showed us great things against Indianapolis. But those guys aren't the Steelers. Those guys aren't the 8-0 Steelers. You're not going to the 8-0 Steelers and coaching like you've coached before in the past. We need to see Zach Taylor's best game ever on Sunday. And Mike Tomlin is going to do everything in his power not to let that happen. So it is. It's going to be a wild, wild matchup in the Heinz Field. I think everybody's excited for that. I am so fired up. I have the highest, highest of hopes for this game. So much so that I'm, I'm going to put down some money on the game, and we're going to get over that in a little bit. But here's Panic at the Disco with high hopes. To get us ready to talk larger picture, NFL, gambling, fantasy, and then ultimately our prediction, here's high hopes by Panic at the Disco on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast.
brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, we all know West Coast Mark, myself, and Josh, Superfan Cavalcante. We could be talking Bengals, Steelers for hours. It could be. We could talk about it for two straight days. But we don't want to do that to you guys. We know that you guys are already thinking Pittsburgh, 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 Pittsburgh. Let's broaden our expectations. Let's take a look around the NFL. Mostly, and we'll start with the AFC North. Two big games. We have the Texans playing the Brownies, and we have the Baltimore Ravens playing the New England Patriots, which would usually be a big game, but just something doesn't feel right with both those teams. Josh, what are you looking for in the division this week? Man, yeah, like you said, that's usually a premier game. It's a can't-miss game, and boy, does that have a different feeling this year. Patriots barely got by the Jets last week, who are just horrendous, haven't won a game all season. Patriots coming off a short week as well, lots of injuries. I don't even think they come close to beating the Ravens. Ravens haven't looked like world beaters necessarily, but they're good enough to still beat the Pats easily, who are struggling this year with Cam Newton as their quarterback and all the injuries that they've had. I think the Ravens keep rolling in that one. All right, West Coast, Mark, what do you got for me? Let's look at the other side. Texans-Browns game. Texans spotting them three points on the line. Browns are in playoff contention, and we're halfway through the season, something we haven't said with any regularity. Very weird. Texans are going absolutely into the tank. They're nonsense. I think this is a big, unfortunate Cleveland win. They got it at home. You know, and I I mean, I hate to say it, but the Texans are becoming the Browns. Front office, headaches, nonsense across the field, player changes that make zero sense to anybody on the planet. I don't know how this is a three-point line. Browns are going to mop the floor with them. It's a double-digit win for the Browns. My thoughts on why it's a three-point line is I, I do think the Texans are better than their 2-6 and six record would indicate. They're averaging north of 30 points per game the last month, so it's not like they're not going to be able to put points on the board. Now, the Browns, they put points up on the board too, so this is going to be a shootout. I think the Browns win, but I think it's closer. I wouldn't say it's a must-win necessarily for Cleveland. They're coming off a bye, so that's going to help them as well. But I wouldn't say it's a must-win for them, but, man, that would be a big blow to lose this game. Their schedule opens up for them as well moving on after this, but I would tend to think that it's going to be a close game. West Coast Mark with a very hot take that the Texans are becoming the Cleveland Browns. Mark that as a Bengals brawl hot take check mark. That being said, 
I think it's going to be a good week for the AFC North. I mean, we have the Bengals-Steelers game, which I think is going to be top three game of the weekend. I don't think the Ravens are going to have much trouble with the Patriots. I'm not a Cam Newton believer. I've never been a Cam Newton believer. I just don't think that's whole working. I think they honestly, I think the Patriots are just, I don't think they're very good. I don't think they're very good at all. On the other side, I think the Texans-Browns game, if you have $10 in your gambling account, I would put it on the over. I don't think both of those teams play very good defense, and I think Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield, even though, yes, I just said Baker Mayfield, I think both of those guys are going to have their ways on those defenses. But it's going to be a great day in the AFC North. I know it's going to be tough for the Bengals-Steelers, however that game goes, but looking at three teams in the playoffs realistically in the AFC North, and maybe the Bengals go on a little bit of run and we sneak in four out of the eight. Wouldn't that be something? But it's kind of crazy. I expect both the Browns and the Ravens to win. Kind of convincingly, I'm, I'm a little bit more with West Coast Mark. I think coming out of that bye, I think they'll be able to very much handle the Houston Texans. So I think it's going to be a lot of W's in the AFC North this weekend. And now we're going to go and we're going to turn to the National Football League. There are some very intriguing matchups that we want to get to. And here's something to get you a little bit more fired up. We're just slowly taking it up a notch, slowly taking it up a notch. Here is the stroke on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast.
All right, gentlemen, we've talked Bengals, Steelers. We've talked Browns, Ravens. Let's take a wider look at the NFL pitcher. It's starting to become the playoff push. We're seeing more playoff teams come looking to compete. So I'm very, very excited for this weekend. It's weird because there's more afternoon games this Sunday, which I think will do the NFL better. And I think as a fan, you want to see that. So I'm very fired up. West Coast Mark, what is your game of the week this week? I'll tell you what, for a solid matchup, I'm going right back to the same deal I went last week. Give me Vikings at Soldier Field. That's going to be a world-class game. I mean, that's a, that's a two-and-a-half-point game. My heart says take the Vikings, but is Dalvin Cook 200-yard Dalvin Cook coming back? If he does, Bears are just going to get run out of the stadium. There is a couple solid matchups, though. I like the idea of... Seahawks at the Rams, the kids down the street. I mean, they don't lose back-to-back games very often. They sure did look a little goofy against the Bills. But then again, nobody circles the wagons like the Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Josh, Uh, what are you thinking, man? Well, Mark took my uh, pick. Considering I live in Bears country, I have a little extra (laughs) uh, motivation to want to watch that one. Very curious whether the Bears hold on to their strong start to the season that they had. They got off to a really strong start. Things are kind of falling apart on them. They've lost three in a row. Vikings have won two in a row, so I'm very interested in that one. But as Mark mentioned, there's a couple other really good games with Seattle and L.A. and then Arizona and Buffalo. That quarterback matchup between Kyler Murray and Josh Allen, both those offenses look really good. That's going to be a really fun game to watch. What game are you looking forward to more? Are you looking forward to Kyler Murray against Josh Allen? Or are you looking forward to uh, that kid out of Green Bay, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think is his name, and he's playing against uh, perennial all-pro Jake Lutton. (laughs) (laughs) Jake Lutton, hell of a spin move. Yeah, Hell of a spin move. Is that even how his name's pronounced? (laughs) I think so. I think that could be an indication as to the quality of the uh, Oregon State quarterback (laughs) is when you're saying, not sure how you pronounce his name. It's not a good sign. He's built like Sam Connaughton, though. The guy's a 6'6", 6'7", and 220 pounds. He's a stud, just like me. You guys, you guys, you guys. My game of the week kind of hits home for Bengals fans. Why? Because we have Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins facing off against Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. The future of the NFL is being played right in front of our very eyes. You would throw Joe Burrow into that mix. I mean, those are three pretty darn good quarterbacks right there. And a rookie class that we haven't seen that in a while, in a while. So I'm very excited to see Tua versus Justin Herbert. I think the Dolphins are actually for real. Chargers, they always find some way to lose. Like it is nuts, craziness how they always seem to lose, even though Justin Herbert's been an absolute stud. So that's one game. And then again, I know we kind of talked about it earlier, but no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. That is another matchup of two very good young quarterbacks with aspiring offenses who are looking like they're ready to take the next step as a football team. Kyler Murray, the man's just, he's a scamper. He just scampers all over the place. Little guy, short legs running around, always having fun. And then Josh Allen, rocket arm, looks great in shorts, willing to go take a couple hits, get into the end zone. I'm fired up for that game as well. So I think we got a couple really good, interesting games on the docket. I'd throw Texans-Browns on there. I'd even throw Patriots-Ravens on there. So I'm really, really excited about what the NFL has to offer this weekend, other than the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now, this song has no bearing to whatever's going on in the show. I Every time I listen to it, I just get fired up. I just get fired up. There is no one on the planet that gets people more excited to run through a brick wall than Imagine Dragons. Here is Natural by Ooh, You Hold the Line.
natural by Imagine Dragons on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast. Will you hold the line when every one of them is giving up and giving in? Tell me, in this house of mine, nothing ever comes without a consequence. A cost, tell me, will the stars align? Will heaven step in? Will it save us from a sin? Will it? Cause this house of mine stands strong. That's the price you pay. Leave behind your heart. strapped on my helmet i'm about ready to run through a brick wall i may be concussed for the picks but this is what people show up for they want fantasy football sleeper sit them start them and they want big sam's gambling picks because i'm officially the hottest man on the planet both physically and metaphorically speaking when it comes to my picks josh superfan cavalcante give us your fantasy sit them start them of the week all right, my stardom and sit them, Sammy. This week, I love Drew Locke at quarterback. At Las Vegas, they're 19th against the pass. Drew Locke, back-to-back game, scoring at least 25 points. I like him this week. I would sit Matthew Stafford. 
No Kenny Galladay, Washington tough against the pass. It's just not a good matchup. I'm sorry, West Coast Mark and all the Georgia fans out there listening, but don't like him at all this week. At running back, I'm starting Mike Davis, as we heard Christian McCaffrey's out again. Last time that happened, happened to be against Tampa Bay as well in week two. What did Mike Davis do in that game? He caught eight catches on eight targets, 74 yards, had a really solid game. I'm sitting Devin Singletary. Zach Moss is the running back to own in Buffalo. Singletary, you could probably even think about dropping him at this point. At receiver, starting Cooper Cup, had a massive 20 targets versus Miami. He scored at least 11 points in every game except two of them this year. That's as consistent as you'll get. And then I'm sitting Mike Williams at receiver. Makes some unbelievable catches there on the sideline and is a great red zone threat, but he's a little dinged up this week and he's probably going to draw some shadow coverage from Xavier Howard. So not a very good matchup for him. Let me give you just a deep sleeper guy for the guys out there that are scrambling to find a quarterback. Coming out of two years from a broken leg with a full week of practice, we've seen Washington football team not put up substantial points, but we saw him move the ball last week. And I think an Alex Smith ingrained into this team against the Lions defense indoors, that's a game I'm putting Alex Smith in. If I'm struggling to find a starting quarterback, I'm not veering away from Alex Smith. I think, as you said uh, on the over, there's teams out here that aren't playing defense. Uh, I think, you know, looking for primary starters within those games is critical. Seahawks are going to put up points against the Rams. I don't see how Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf is not an absolute no-brainer. I think you can also probably take a look at Carson Wentz moving the ball. And I'm just trying to give you some non-traditional ideas that, uh, you know, these are guys that are going to maneuver the offense. Is Mason Rudolph a, a potential late pickup for somebody if Roethlisberger's out? That's that's a possibility. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Mason Rudolph. Sheesh. Talk about a water gun for an arm. But I, I agree with you, West Coast Mark. Listen to me, everybody. Listen to me. I have some great picks. I have some great fantasy football stardom sit em. My guy that I really, really like this week, and I saw him in both of my leagues available on the waiver wire, Jared Goff. He's going up against that Seattle Seahawks defense and they are one of the worst defenses not just in the NFL in NFL history he is going to carve those guys up he's coming off a bye he's had two weeks to think about him they come off a loss to the Dolphins where he did not look great I love Jared Goff this week a guy that I'm kind of out on and I've said it before and I'll say it again Mike Evans and I am a Mike Evans guy like I have him on my team but that offense just has so many weapons that I don't consider him a wide receiver one anymore. He's, he's maybe a wide receiver two flex option at this point. There's just too much stuff going on in Bruce Arians offense where I can't feel like I truly trust Mike Evans. And for a guy who I think could definitely come in and be a really, really good running back. We know Nick Chubb is going to be playing football for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh, also, real quick, I do love Will Fuller this week. I love Will Fuller against that Brown secondary. But we all know Nick Chubb is going to be back for the Cleveland Browns. But do not forget about Kareem Hunt. Do not forget about Kareem Hunt. Man was still very, very effective even when Nick Chubb was in that offense. He's the lightning to Nick Chubb's thunder. That's going to be good. He's going to be a running back, too, for the rest of the way out. So if you have Kareem Hunt on your team, he's an automatic start for sure this week. I'd sit Mike Evans. I'd start Kareem Hunt. I'd start Jared Goff. And now let's enter gambling. Uh, the Orange Arrows pick, formerly known as the Bengal. The man has lost so many games, he had to change his name. <laughs> that was not me. That was not me. He changed. He lost. 
He picks the Texans plus three and a half over the Browns this week. Mark says, no, 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 no. Browns win by a landslide. So we'll see how that one goes. Hang on. Say that again. The orange arrow, otherwise known as the Bengal, took the Houston, Texas plus three and a half. Holy smoke. We need to institute some type of a drug test before we start letting picks on here again. I mean, he was as bad as me, but I've won. I'm winning. I'm hot. Hot, 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 What's his name going to be next week after this embarrassing loss? I don't know. Probably like the Orange Lantern or something. Yeah, gee, many Christmas. I mean, the man, he's a a very good one of our listeners. He is a very, very, very good listener, and we appreciate everything he does for us. But, man, his gambling pinks, P-U, they stink. I might have to loan him my cardboard box. You're in a she shed now. I know. I'm not using it. I got a I got an available cardboard box for him. <laughs> oh man. Oh, the wife is not going to be happy about that for the orange arrow. Josh, super fan Cavalcante, give us your gambling pick of the week. Well, I would love to go Bengals this week minus seven. It's a big spread. Bengals have been really good against the spread, but I'm going to stay away from that one this week. I'm going to give you a little two teamer. I really love the Ravens minus seven. I think they win that one by double digits. And then Tampa Bay coming off that embarrassing loss last week. Mix that with Christian McCaffrey not playing for Carolina. That's minus one and a half. I think Tampa Bay covers that one easily as well. Let me give you a couple that are absolute home runs. Home favorites, can't miss. These are going to be blowout wins. These are not going to be wait till the fourth quarter to figure out how much your uh, paycheck is. Jaguars picking up 13 and a half points against the Packers. They're going to need 20 probably to be competitive in this. Aaron Rodgers is going to just absolutely torch these guys. Niners at the Saints. That's going to be another double digit win. Niners are picking up nine and a half points. The Saints are going to crush them. I can't see that game being within two touchdowns even. I don't think that's even realistic. I think uh, you're looking at a Saints 17 point win realistically. You could be looking at a Packers 21 point win realistically. Those two are absolute no-brainers. There's a couple games coming out that make me a little bit nervous. Vikings giving up two and a half points at the Bears. I like the Vikings there. That's going to be a close one, though. Bills at Cardinals is another one that's going to be close. High-flying offense, and and it drives me nuts turning myself into Sam the Man Connaughton when it's late in the game. And, you know, one score either way can put the game in the win column or not, especially with a two-point spread. They eke out a one-point win and a high-potent offense, and you're grinding your teeth. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm so excited about this pick. Why? Because I'm hot as a fox in a forest fire. I told you earlier this week, I've won so much money. I'm getting so sick of winning. That being said, I want to put money in your pockets for the second straight week. And it starts with our favorite mammal of the ocean. It starts with the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins. If I could do a... The Miami Dolphins, they go up against the Chargers. I already said it was my game of the week. I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That defense is for real. They're one of the best defenses in the NFL. If you can't tell that, wipe off your glasses. You might need contacts. I believe in the Miami Dolphins this week. I mean, they're at home. They're in Miami. It's going to be awesome. People are starting to get excited about this team. Tua looked legit this week. And again, as I said earlier, the Chargers find some new way to lose every single week. The Dolphins win this game by a touchdown. They win by a touchdown. You go home. You say to your wife, I have Sam Connaughton's lock of the week. Let's throw $500 on it. It's a lock. 
Lock. Lock it in. Lock, lock, locky. Mr. Lock. That's what they should call me. That's what they should call me because we're putting one foot in front of the other. We started with one wins. The Tennessee Titans won. We're going we're gonna to put another foot in front of the other when the Miami Dolphins win this week. And now the gambling corner has been closed. You have our picks. You have our fantasy football picks. You have our thoughts about the NFL. You have our thoughts about the Bengals and Steelers game. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're putting one foot in front of the other, and we are walking into the game prediction laboratory. And here is one foot in front of the other by Cincinnati-based Walk the Moon on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast. Not a soul up ahead and nothing behind. There's a desert in my blood and a storm in your eyes. Am I the king of nothing at all? And you're the queen of nothing at all. Well, I remember the fight and I forget the pain. I got my hand in your pocket and my key in your chain. Am I the king of nothing at all? And you're the queen of nothing at all. Oh,
tonight, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, before you run through the brick wall, before you stop thinking about Pittsburgh, we here at Bengals Brawl Podcast, the pregame podcast, we have come up with our picks, and we are going to start with Josh Superfan Cavalcante. We are going to start with the Superfan. Josh, we know you have said you're going to pick the Bengals every single game, and you're going to pick the Steelers to lose every single game. Is that pattern going to continue this week? Absolutely. I haven't been this confident in probably over a decade playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's how long it's been since I felt this confident. And that's mainly because of the quarterback situation. Even when we had Andy Dalton and we were one of the top teams, I never felt confident against the Steelers. And the quarterback position is that big of a difference maker for me. And I think the Bengals go up there and shock the world in consecutive games. They defeated the Titans. Nobody thought they were going to do it. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are more like the Titans than people realize outside of the pass rush. The Bengals can hold up on the offensive line. Say we get Jonah back. Hopefully he comes back. I think we protect Joe Burrow. He gets the ball out of his hands quickly. They're going to put 27 up on the board on the Pittsburgh Steelers and hold Ben to 23. It's 27-23 Bengals is my pick. And ladies and gentlemen, if, if your gambling picks didn't hit, don't fret. Sam made so much money on his picks last week. He's offered to buy the entire city of Cincinnati beers at Mount Lookout oh, Tavern. Okay. So, entire, all in. ladies that's and gentlemen, an, that's an open invitation to everyone post game, head up to Mount Lookout Tavern. Sam is picking up the tab for your first beer. For your first beer. Not all for, your beers, your first beer. For, for your first beer. I will be giving great tasting, last filling Miller lights. To people no. who come up and say, hey, I'm a, I'm a subscriber of the Bengals Ball P Game Podcast. Sam, you're incredibly handsome. You're great on podcasts. Josh Superfan, Cavill Conte, and West Coast Mark, they're the best in the business. I've Just- Unbeknownst to Sam, Josh and I reached out to the ownership, and they have freshly stocked 96-ounce glasses for your first beer. Big. And Big. once again, that's on Sam. You're Control such a giving belief. person. You're such Control. a giving person, Sam. I'm just – I'm so fired up to be alive. I'm so fired up. But you have – Come down to Mount Lookout Tavern if we win. We're going we're gonna to have ourselves a day. There's no doubt about it. We are going to have ourselves a day. West Coast Mark, give me your pick, man. Give me your pick. Well, I've said it in the midweek show. I'll say it again. We have a shot at winning this game. This is not a game that I'm going into saying, hey, hands down, this is a done deal. But we have a shot at it. And all it takes is that we play the brand of football that we're capable of playing. That's really what it takes. We take a few seconds for Burrow to pick apart the defense. We find the opportunities that are there, and we slow down their running game. We come up with maybe one magic play, and this is the ball game that we take home the W. That's my pick. I'll give you a point score because we're going to need to put points up, but I think Josh is on the right page. This is going to be a moderate scoring game, and it's going to be pretty tight. I'd say probably 31-28 is a realistic score. Well, gentlemen, on the bye week video, I said we have to start thinking about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. As a fan base, we have to start thinking about Pittsburgh. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the good news is this. I think you look at both these teams – I think you look at both these quarterbacks, and this series is going to get tight again. It's going to be back and forth, haymaker after haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. That being said, I think this week is going to be similar to that, but it's going to come down to the last drive. I think whoever gets the ball last is going to win the football game. I've seen it from Big Ben a million times. He gets the ball, he drives down the field, he scores. And that is why I'm telling you the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win this football game because there is not a person – as a Cincinnati Bengals fan that I believe in more and more than I believe in Joe Burrow. Not Carson Palmer, Chad Johnson, Andy Dalton, 
A.J. Green, Cedric Benson, Rudy Johnson. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There is not a kid I believe in more than the wonder child ever in my entire life. I think it's time we all put our faith in the kid. Because if he wins this football game, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Bengals bandwagon goes to the moon. It doesn't stop somewhere. It goes to the flipping moon. So we're going to get the ball and we're going to score. I think the Bengals win and it's a very, very close ball game. I think it might be, I'm not even saying touchdown on last drive. I think it's 24-21 Bengals. I will be buying Miller lights at MLTs. We will all be celebrating. We'll be having fun. Bring cigars. Have ourselves a day. We're calling off work if they win. It's already been an absolute lock guarantee. I'm very fired up already. Guys, do you have any closing comments on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast heading into Steelers week? I need an announcement on Roethlisberger quickly so that this line comes back live on uh, some of the offshore betting accounts. Other than that, I am looking forward to Sunday. We've got football firing up as we're recording this here in about 30 minutes. So we're looking for football already today, but I am fired up for Sunday's football game. You pretty much took some of the words right out of my mouth there, Mark, in terms of Roethlisberger. That's exactly what my last comment would be. I want him to play so bad. I don't want Mason Rudolph. I don't want Josh Dobbs. I want Ben Roethlisberger. I want him to play this game. I want to take the Pittsburgh Steelers down at their best. Believe who day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here on the Bengals Brawl pregame podcast, we, give, we pick games with our hearts. We laugh. We'll probably cry when I see the bar tab after the Bengals win. But we're always committed to giving you the best Bengals content for the fans every single week. Go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Please, we really appreciate the support every single week that you guys give us. Shout out to everybody that puts together a hell of a show in each every week. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you wake up on Sunday and don't believe in the Cincinnati Bengals, you need to go and check yourself into a hospital because you will have been dead. I, I'm, I'm just so fired up. I am so fired up. Let's go. Let's get a W. For West Coast Mark, for Josh Superfan Cavalcante, I'm Sam the Man Connaughton. We appreciate you guys each and every day here in Bengals Nation. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's go beat Pittsburgh. Who day?
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.